All right, it is time, Dexter Manley. It is time. Wild Card Weekend staring us in the face. Friday, January 8th, a wild and wacky week. Hopefully the, uh, the playoffs will live up to their billing. We got Dexter Manley in the house, and now it's time for Vladimir Riggins. Yeah, thank you, Todd. I should be speaking in a Ruski accent, but... <laughs> Uh, listen, about all I can come up with, Dex, how you doing? I'm better than good, better than most. All right, Todd, you hand Outstanding, outstanding. outstanding uh, okay, guys. <clears throat> me, 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 me. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the playoffs. Yes, it's a wild card weekend, but it's also tomorrow the tree comes down. I mean, it's getting to a point, you, you know. A beautiful probably, Christmas you, tree, right? You probably Remember? did not have a Christmas tree. Me personally? You personally. I haven't had a tree in 13 <laughs> years. Dex? I didn't have a tree this year. Okay, did you put up anything? I mean, if I walked uh, in the yeah, apartment, yeah, would we, I know it was Christmas time? Yes. I would. Okay, yes, so, yeah. but my, I mean, I get, once Christmas is over with, if it was up to me, the 26, that tree's coming Straight down. to the chipper? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can tell now, I always know that, and of course, after Christmas, Coco, my youngest daughter's real diligent as far as watering the tree. As soon as Christmas is over, guess what? That tree's like, ah, boy, help. It's a help. I need anybody. I got a drink somewhere. I'm a little dry. That was a beautiful tree. That, that still that, is. The shape of that tree, I mean, that yeah, was a yeah, gorgeous that was a tree. Nice tree. It still is, but it's starting to get that smell. You know, it's, you can tell. I mean, in other words, if it was roadkill, there would be flies <laughs> buzzing around there. So where do you get your trees from? Every time uh, we I've had, come to your place, you've a place had nice right trees. I don't know. It doesn't have a name. I, maybe it does. I don't know what the name of it is. But it's just it's just a little ways from Bethesda down uh, Wisconsin uh, going toward Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah. It's about uh, a block uh, that, that lot, They're right, right. kind of on the right. You can on see the them corner, from Wisconsin. On the yeah, corner. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. where they're tree. Yeah, they, they got good trees. I think they come from West Virginia. I'm not sure, but they're always they're cut fresh. They're not like cut three weeks ago, okay. and then they haul them in. So anyway, yeah, it is. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and uh, obviously uh, – you know, I've kind of been a little bit ambivalent about, you know, the big wind on uh, because of the controversy. Let me start off with that. That, And you and I talked about this a little bit, and I don't want to belabor this too much. But another point of view here, and, you know, about, about with the way everybody says that the Philadelphia Eagles tanked last uh, Sunday on right, Sunday night's right. game. Well, I think there's probably enough evidence that you could say they weren't overly interested in winning. And they were basically looking, wanting to look at players, which... I would say this, you know, they're calling for Philadelphia to be punished and all this because, you know, the contempt. First of all, if these were two last place te teams playing, we, there would, nobody there, cares. They would have this discussion. And the other part of it is, if you're a New York Giant, shame on you. Screw you. <laughs> Win more than six games. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're going to sit there going, oh, oh, it's like somebody else got to do your homework. I'd be ashamed to be out there. I would have been gone. You know, meaning that, uh, look, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. You know, you want to back in? I mean, okay, however you get there. But at the same time, I know what they're thinking, though. We beat that team twice. How are they going to play us and we ain't? You know, I get that. But ultimately, you know, who's Philadelphia? Who's that franchise responsible to? I got to say, personally, I would say to their fans, right? And if you look at it from that perspective, I would say that you have to say that they were doing what they thought was best for the team. If moving up to sixth place in the draft, because you got some ideas there, is going to improve your franchise, because as soon as they're eliminated from the playoffs, guess what? They're playing for the next year. Next they ain't year. playing for what they got to play for here. It's just the way it shakes out. And you can say whatever you want. 
as far as, you know, the players they wanted to really win, they was going to approach. Oh, I'm sure they were, but I'm going to tell you something, Dexter. I want your honest opinion. You're playing in a game like that. Gibbs comes to me and says, hey, John, we want to love some other people. We're just going to set you this last game of the season. Yeah, this is me in this game. I go, no, coach, I want to play, damn it. <laughs> no, I'd have said, really? <laughs> I'd have said, uh, do I even have to come to the stadium? I mean, I'd be like, you couldn't have done this three games ago? <laughs> <laughs> when we were officially out of it, I mean, yeah. So I'm saying, get off Philadelphia's back. Get off Doug Peterson's back. It, it's BS to me. Uh, they're doing what they think is best for their franchise. They're allowed to do that. I'm sorry, New York didn't worry out for you, but like Todd said, win more than six games, you'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Well, John, I tell you, uh, I had that experience with jo uh, with, with Pettiball. I'm going to call Pettiball. Uh, we was playing the Dallas Cowboys in the mid-'80s. They took out Dave Bush, took out Daryl Grant, Charles Mann, and left me out there to play. <laughs> so we went the opposite with you. Yeah, went the opposite. I'm like, instead of giving you the opportunity to come over and take a breather, he was Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He I'm must have been naughty, Dex. He <laughs> Richie must have got some intel on yeah, you. I, I found out you've right. been naughty. You pissed him off, huh? I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, this, he was, well, let's hit you now. Let, let's just say this. You know, I'm sure that there are coaches that aren't above, you know, giving it, get, what is it that Ben Dryden used to do? He'd give him one of these. Give him the business. He was giving him the give business. The business. <laughs> hey, hey, Richie they, was giving you the business. He was giving me the business. What season was this now? You remember? Oh, it would have been, it was, if it was Rick. Oh, wait a second. No, wait a minute. I was thinking he was the head coach, but it wouldn't have no, been He was the head defensive coach. coordinator. Yeah, you're right. I, I you just think, play for him. I think it had to be. In the mid-80s, maybe like 85, 80, What was the 80? reason, though? Was, was Washington was so far behind or that— Yeah, well, we were losing. Okay. But he still— So he's wanting to rest everybody for the next week, that type well, of deal? Well, I, didn't ever, I didn't ever confront him about it. So Dexter, you said he needed some more conditioning. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what he thought. Because Dex was out—what do you call that? That they used to always say you're out— uh, um, I can't think of it. The height, the college coaches always used to say you're uh, dis di dissipating. He, Dex was dissipating, in, you know, after hours or whatever he was doing. I dissipated even during the hours. So it's like, hey, go ahead, mark a spot on me. It's all ass. Well, John, here's what I want to say. I need to help with people doing my homework and taking a test for me. Yeah. So I, I, I disagree with that. Uh, uh, somebody happened. I needed the help. Right. In school. To I don't pass think. the test. To, to graduate. Bingo. And to graduate. So the Giants needed some help to graduate and get into graduate. the playoffs. Who needs a stinking degree? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Yeah. Well, well, All I can say is that th this is much to do about nothing. I mean, some I saw somebody that compared this to uh, Deflate Gate, and I'm going, I don't think it's a fair comparison. You know, this is actually, you're doing, you're manipulating things in that if you want to go down that road. And even that, I kind of go, okay, they, they, two pounds of air was a little bit light in the ball. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, it wasn't like they kicked the poop out of Indianapolis <laughs> right. that day. Right. I mean, so that ball made that much difference. Okay, well, my point is. Well, John, what about. And if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's another way. Well, but this ain't cheating. This ain't, this ain't You know, uh, I mean, if Washington's such a great football team, I'm, I'm not, that sounds like I'm picking on them. I'm not, but. In all honesty, they, they, they should, if, even if they'd have had Carson Wentz on the field, but now we don't know who their quarterback is. Washington with their number one, two rated defense, whatever. I don't know number what, two. two. Number, number two, two overall rated defense. Like, uh, you ain't going to score, so who cares who's playing quarterback? So just like keep I that first kid out of here. They, he, he presented a little bit of a problem. Hey, Peterson, thought we said no Jalen Hurts. <laughs> go, yeah. to the, go, to, go to the bullpen, get Nate in here. What the hell? Yeah.
I, yeah. I think that so, was a. I, I think so it was, anyway. it, they did not do a good job of creating the illusion. Oh no! And you know and what, that's the problem. And, well, the other problem is is that you know basically after the game, um, uh, Peterson. This was this is where he went wrong. It's like I always say: when there's a cover up, hey, the cover up's bad, I guess. The crime, you, but the, crime, had, the crime is bad. The cover-up's worse. Exactly. When he said, no, we were planning to win, he just said, all right, all right, you know, we're, we're working for next year, right? We're done this year. Mm -hmm. So our franchise is looking forward, and we kind of think that that sixth-round draft overall pick is better than the ninth. So we did what we could, and we gave it a shot. And who knows? Maybe we could have won the game. I don't know, but it's up to me to decide who goes on that football field. And I thought, well, let's take another look at Nate. And now I saw Nate, and I'm going, he won't be here next year. So, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we learned a lot. And then he really lost us when he said, well, we just thought Nate needed to get in the game because yeah. he, he, er, he had earned that, and yeah, we want to get him his varsity letter so he yeah. can wear his jacket. That was yeah. the part. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. when I went, oh, please, Doug, you're laying it on too thick. Now they know for sure you're not being earnest with him. Yeah. So anyway, I want to say that. All right, let's turn our attention to this weekend and start with, of course, the Burgundy and Gold out at FedEx. It's not exactly the NFC Championship game, Dex, but hey, it counts. Now, my point is... Um, you know, this this is this is good for this franchise. Obviously, they've been in so much turmoil this year at the beginning of the year, what the coach himself personally went through, what the franchise was going through off the field, um, and then you know, then the unsteadiness at quarterback. I think they have found uh, what you would think is the nucleus of a defense that could be pretty damn good in you know in the future. Um, yet there are there seems to be even with all that talent at times. I don't know whether they just relax. Uh, because, you know, you've got some younger guys out there, but I wouldn't think you're two interior people. I'm actually talking about the ends, but really it's the one. I, well, then I don't know, because they do, like, like they take one step forward and then they take a step and a half backwards. But yet at the end, they seem to, like you said, in the second half, they seem to put a stranglehold on teams, mm -hmm. and really that's what it's all about. But, you know, you'd think if they get that, they get the whole thing figured out where they do in the first half and the second half, that's when they will arrive, and they, they have the potential to do that. Offensively speaking, obviously, they've been out without a quarterback all year. And, you know, you look at it, and if, had they had a quarterback, had they had consistent play, they made the huge mistake a year ago by drafting number seven. And, you know, that was a, you know, a boondoggle. And really, in a lot of ways, it cost the franchise a lot of momentum. Uh, they, you know, and, and also, you know, it's just a really a, a complete waste of time. But these things happen. Um, you bring in the Allen kid from North Carolina, and he breaks his leg. I mean, I don't know how, what he could have done. Obviously, I think when it was all said and done, he probably was their best quarterback yeah. now that we've had a chance to see Alex Smith play. But you get Alex Smith, you know, he gets the, he gets the purple heart and a bronze star uh, for what he did this weekend or th this fall, uh, stepping in there and helping the team out. And um, so kind of that's where it is, I, you know, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the game, actually. I hate to have to wait till uh, Saturday night. The last but obviously, one. Dexter, you going to make it? That's that triple header. And it doesn't start thing, till late 15, homie. I'm going to do the best I can to stay up. <laughs> Come on. How, listen, if they win... Aren't you driving out to the park? Uh, no, we're going to the park. <laughs> I'm going to come by and pick you up. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm, okay. I'm trying to think. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll, the game will be over with what, around 11, 1130? 1130? 11.30 oh, at the uh, earliest. I, I won't be. So we won't earliest. be able to You'll be getting up when they're getting to the park. So they don't work out <laughs> I'm the one that's going to have to get up in the middle of the night. Dex, we just, I thought you wanted to go to the game, you know? Again, yeah, you yeah, two yeah. guys can get in. Yeah. yeah. I'll be but with you in spirit. Oh, John, they, they, won their, they won their division. If they we get going. a home game. Yeah, we going. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know we're going for the early game. Yeah, he might want to retake that because he said John, John's going to the Saints and the Bears. Yeah, but you, but you know, uh, obviously, the, I was always saying the defense is you know very much improved and got some young stars really that, that are budding stars, you might say. So I'm curious, Dex, because obviously we know the defense is the key to victory on Saturday night. How do you see this? How, how, what do you think they need to do? Yeah. Well, first of all, I think they need to play a complete football game. They play one half, second half. Second half, uh, uh, they play good football, but I think they need to put a complete game. But I think what's most important is that since they call him the great, they have to get after the GOAT. Yeah. I, I mean, you got to harass him, hit him, punch him in the balls or something, or whatever you got to do. You got to get after Tom Brady. I think the throat would be a good <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. A little ball play. shot to Tom hey, hey. at 43. I'm talking about, well, you can recover from a ball shot. I don't know at 43. Get punched in the throat and try to try to call signals. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I want to say balls because Sue kicked some guys in the ball. And Dominican Sue. Dominican yeah, Sue. Yeah. And it was well, effective. It's funny, Dex, you're going down this road because <laughs> I personally think that, you know, they call penalties – on defensive guys nowadays yeah. for almost breathing on quarterbacks, stunning, right? And especially yeah, yeah, Brady. Yeah, exactly. So my thought is this. Now, you might want to just put in, I don't know. No, he's out. I'm trying to think of who is the backup, backup defensive player. And I'm talking about the old hatchet man. You just go in and you give Brady a shot. You sacrifice it for the not, team. Not a low shot. You take him in the ribs and, you know, and you pick you're him up. You're going to get thrown out. Exactly. You're going to get tossed so. out of the you're game. You're going to get thrown out. Yeah, but you this get, a, you're the sacrificial lamb. You're doing yeah, for a greater yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you go, you know, and it's basically let Tom know that, hey, this is the kind of afternoon you got to look forward Dexter to. Dexter will pay the fine. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. Well, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> By the time I get home, though, I'll go, no, Vladimir is not kidding. Rigo's, Rigo's exactly. kidding. Take the hat off. I'd be kidding. Leave the hat on. I'm not kidding. Uh, that's a good point, Todd. Uh, this hat's making me think differently. <laughs> What's in it? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I was thinking to myself, what I think the key to the game really is, and it is the defense, no and it's question. going to be tough, I just think, because they're hitting their stride, according to what I read. You know, Tampa Bay, I mean, they, oh, the they, they lit it up last games, I week. think they've averaged 37 points yeah. the yeah. last They have throwing, no running game. He's throwing touchdowns. They don't the, run yeah, the ball. No, they don't they run don't, the ball. They don't care about running the ball. Yeah, he, he puts on a blindfold, and, you know, he's got a mirror, and he's throwing passes, touchdown <laughs> passes. He's doing all this <laughs> stuff. Smoking a cig. Now, that, that's kind of contradictory. <laughs> blindfold with a mirror. <laughs> Oh, well, it sounded good. Well, let's just say he uses one, then he uses the other. He watched too many Westerns. <laughs> too many Annie Oakley movies. Uh, but I really think that, you know, if you look at this game, before I get too far into it, I need to know what's Las Vegas say, Todd. Oh, I told you, Vegas Vegas is betting it up. Is it, it up to start, 10 yet? It, it's, it's at eight and a half. It's gained a full point, and... Uh, I could still see it going up another half half of a point. So it's going, you know, it's going up a full me, point. For me, I'm thinking it would look to me like based on everything we've seen and the lack of offense, Washington has. Now, this is where I don't get it. This is why uh, ex-football players really don't make very good touters, I don't think. Uh, but it would seem to me that I, I would think Tampa will win this game by a couple touchdowns. 
I mean, that's just a, when you look well, at what a they're doing. Well, again, from a betting perspective, that's a, that's a lot of points. That's, that's a lot of points. Yeah. So I get that. So in other words, I'm thinking a lot of money is going to go on Tampa, and that spread's going to keep getting it, higher and higher. Yeah. And I could see it getting up like another half point, maybe a point. It could get to nine and a half, nine and a half tomorrow. Ten is just is really out there. Yeah. I mean, this is but the largest. The this, this is uh, tied for the largest line. Uh, the Saints are given eight and a half. Actually, the Saints got bet up to. The Saints started out at eight and a half over the Bears. That's now been bet up to 10. Yeah. So I would say, well, anyway, where I want to go with this is that if Washington has a chance to win this game, your offense is not going to win the game. They can't make mistakes, and they have to take advantage of, of any mistakes that Tampa will make. I think that, you know, and I don't know that much about Tampa's defense, but I think well, that they're Well, let me decent. fill in a couple of blanks here for you because they are the number one rush-stopping defense in the league. Right. Number one. Ooh, that says quite a bit. That Number means play action one. doesn't do you any good, it, and you're so, not going to run the ball, so you're going to have to sit back. Alex Smith's going to have to pick him apart, which to me, once again, it's just like it gets down to, thanks for that information, that it does get down to the pass rush. Right. The Washington's pass rush has to be, I mean, it has to be a 10 out of 10 on, right. on Saturday night. This is the game and they, they got to step up and earn that, earn that rep. And they're, right. not, and they're not going to do it. They are going to have to take a penalty or two and come in and hit Brady a few times. I mean, I don't know if, if that's, you know, something that, that Jack Del Rio would tell us. they say, hey, listen, you keep coming. If, you know, if it's even close, Let's go ahead and take a penalty early on. Hit him. Get it, hit him in you the You go ribs. a full buddy Ryan? A full buddy Ryan? Well, we got bounties? Because what I've seen in the past, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me that Tom Brady does not function well once he gets roughed up a little bit. You, you see him. He does a hissy his fit. He's yeah. like, you know, I mean, he's seen he, that. His attitude. So you know he's not the same quarterback. If you know, it does, It's not like, you know, you pound, you know, there's some people you punch them in the nose and then you got a serious problem. Maybe that's why I want to punch the guy in his nose versus the balls. Well, <laughs> wherever you want to punch him, <laughs> somebody has got to punch It's got to be some violence. There's got, yeah, that's my point. This is what the game is all about. And I think you're right. That the refs, being being it is Tom Brady, they're going to watch this very closely. But they they have to get he's got to have a dirty uniform at the end of the day. If Brady has a dirty uniform, I agree. Then I'm thinking Washington probably has a good chance of covering this, and I, they might even have a chance of winning. But it's all I mean, there's so much pressure on defense, and then it, and then it flips back to the other way, uh, from my perspective, and that is uh, back to uh, Alex Smith. I mean, I'm thinking this whole week, he's not right. No, I just don't see where he's right. He's been working on the side. You know, they had a walkthrough earlier in the week. He didn't practice on Wednesday. He was right, off to the right. side throwing. Uh, Taylor Heineke's been getting all the first-team reps. And then Rivera flat-out came and said Monday, Tuesday that— They could flip-flop? Yeah, that he could, they could split time. And, you know, that's where you know you're in a, you're in a pickle because that it completely disorients your offense. I mean, you got one quarter. If they're thinking like, you know, one quarterback goes in, another one could, Maybe there's certain plays that Heineke will come in and play. I don't know. I mean, somebody mentioned the, the duo down in, uh, in uh, New Orleans. Right. Uh, that how they're doing it. But ultimately, as I was saying, I don't think people can really appreciate what Alex Smith is going through this week. Because if you know, I mean, I I never wanted to be on a football field. Uh, I'm a running back, so there's a little bit of difference because you have people chasing you if you have the football. To where you didn't feel that you were not necessarily 100%, but you were in a position where you at least could protect yourself. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't, you know, and I don't know if Alex Smith feels that way. And if he, hopefully he does, because then, you know, you'll, you'll feel better about actually, you know, playing in the game. But if he doesn't, man, I tell you, that's just an awful place to be. Because what it is, is not, and this is what I'm trying to get across, is it's peer group pressure. There's so much peer group pressure on him from his own teammates, from the coaches, from the fans, that it's so hard to make a decision where you would have to come and say, and it actually takes more courage. To do that, to come to, to go to Coach Rivera and say, you know what, Coach, I can't go. Right, I'm, I'm going to have to set it out. I'm, because I'm, because what you know in your mind is everybody's going to go, oh, look, the guy he wimped out on us. <laughs> I can't believe that. Now, they might not say that about him because of what he did this year. But ultimately, it's a big game. It's a, You know, you're thinking, you overcame a broken leg. You almost died. And here you are. You got a little thing going on in your calf and you can't play. What's this all about? I mean, that's what you're fighting. That's what he's... I think. I don't know. Maybe he feels great about everything, but from what I've seen of him on the football field, he does not look comfortable. He does not look It's gotten like, worse. Yes. The more he's the played, yes. the more he's played, it's gotten worse, and it is not recovering. And it doesn't. It looks weird. That's why his throws are erratic and, right. and over the yeah. top or whatever, because he's not sure what that. His mechanics going on. off. Well, yeah, and and honestly, what would you expect? I mean, what's happening here is that I think that injury of two years ago is catching up with him. Yeah. I mean, he's put enough strain on it, enough stress on it in these last several games that he's played. That it's starting to kind of break down, if you. Will. I don't have any idea because they say it's a calf muscle or something. Right. Like that. Right. Well, look at that's all tied together with what he went through in the rehabilitation sure. process. The muscles are not as strong, and I think that the leg is showing fatigue at this point in the season. Well, I would say this here: if I think if the coach going to start alternating the quarter, that's going to hurt the rhythm. Yeah, exactly. I hurt, I hurt the rhythm of of the team, particularly on offense. With the receivers and all, and, and with Logan Thomas, yeah. So I no don't question. think that system going to work. Well, it's it, like Todd, if you are a, a guard with the seventy sixes, and and, and Al, they take Allen Iverson out, and you're going to be the the ball mm -hmm. handler, it's going to be a different I flow. Some game though, Dex. I had some games. <laughs> Todd scores fifty well, in a lap. Oh, hey, hey, I got Wally Pip, you know. <laughs> Don't take the day off, Alan. AI hey. respect. Uh, so, to me, I mean, honestly, if we if we look at this game, I I don't see it's going to be a it's going to be an uphill battle for Washington, and it really it all you would think it all depends on the defense. You know, Tampa comes up and you know is overinflated egos, and they just think they're going to come up here and roll over the team. Well, you never know. You can, you know, and they make some mistakes early. Washington catches fire. It would help, and this is where this is the this is the sad part of it is it's a home game, obviously, but it's not a home game. Right. They get no advantage. I mean, because I think I think the fact that if if their fans were allowed in the stands, that right. would give Washington a little bit more momentum. Certainly, I know it always did me, and I know it did yeah. you, Dexter. Yes. So, you know, they've got their work cut out for them. There's no question about that. I will say this: lately, the Redskins haven't been getting the points in, in or the in, Washington football uh, team. Yeah, the Washington football team haven't been getting the points in the red zone. Well, they need to score in the red zone. Well, Dexter, don't, but they don't, don't even get to the red zone. Yeah, don't you? Don't you agree? Though, here's the absolute one thing that cannot happen: they cannot fall behind early seven, ten, seventeen points against Tom Brady in this offense. With your with your battered offense, you got a mash unit. You don't know how the hell they're going to perform. Even on their best days, they weren't lighting it up this year. I mean, Correct. That, and so you yeah. cannot fall behind early to this team. Well, when, when when everybody's healthy, you know, we talked about how uh, Tampa Bay has, you know, the run stoppers par excellence. 
Now, Todd, what can you tell me about the uh, the uh, defense as far as their pass rush, Tampa Bay's pass rush? So uh, the, the the pass defense overall is uh, 21st, but they are stingy, only giving up 22 points a game, eighth best in the league. And they've got some veterans on the team, and Dominican Sue and guys that, you know, <laughs> and some young ballers out there. Well, they had a defense before – Brady, Brady got, got there. there. So he yes. was actually the final piece. Yes. They got the great wide receiver. And then how are they at protecting Gronkowski. Brady? But Brady, uh, Brady's only been sacked 22 times. Is that right? So there's a little bit like times. one and a half times a game. Well, that's got to go up to about four. That's right. You know, yeah. they got to get at least four sacks. At if least they harass And they got to be they got to be painful sacks. You know, you can't be just waltzing. You, you've got to make it count. And like I said, I I think that, you, you know, it's, you go in there and if it's – Take a chance, but make sure if you're gonna if you're gonna get a penalty, make it count. That's the way I see it. You don't go in there and do something, you know, where you just kind of like a little shove. And Not to go. maim or injured, but just to let you know that something Dexter Manley would have done. Well, I could tell you this: talking around town, Chase Young said he wanted to get to Tom Brady, so we'll see if he can back that up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, I think it was right. That was the first words out of his mouth when they won I on want Sunday Tom. night. Yeah, I want to go. Right. You know, you know, we're talking about something here. It's kind of interesting. And, and and dirty football, I'm not. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not pushing that at all. Right. Uh, but clean football, the, the the name of the game. Basically, it is about you're, you're basic. An old coach once told me he was a paratrooper in World War II. George Dixon was his name. <laughs> He said, eventually, at some point, some, one team breaks the other team's will to resist. And you know the way you break people's will to resist is through pain. Pain, pain is something that makes everybody, I think <laughs> Vince Lombardi said, turns everybody into a coward or something. Like that. <laughs> makes cowards of us all. And, and Or maybe it was fatigue. It was fatigue. Both of them, both of them <laughs> made cowards out of me. And there probably was a third or fourth thing. I'm not sure. see. Exactly. Uh, Darkness, that made me carrot out of me. I don't like dark. No, uh, getting back to my original story here is that I, I honestly believe that the game of football, that is a part of the game, yes. is if you've got a guy with horsepower, you know, you don't turn him into a finesse guy. You know, in other words, like I said, you've got to make it count. You've got when you hit somebody, that they talk is a physical game. It's a physical game. That's when people start short-arming footballs yep, they yep. get hit in the you know in the secondary and the next thing that's all part of, of the, the game, game. and I if agree. you can't take that you shouldn't be out on the football field that's why i say if they get a shot there ain't no, there, there's none of this i mean i used to see this and defensive ends when they tackle joe namath sometimes They'd almost like laying down on, and so they excuse they, me, Mr. Because, Namath. Yeah, May because I sack Joe was thee? such an icon, and I guess he was so beloved by everybody that they just didn't want to rough his hair up or anything. They want to hang out with them afterwards. But I'm going to say yeah, yeah. that's the mindset of a loser. That you got to go, hey, Joe. It's like, I, you know how they say in the in the uh, in the gangster movies, hey, this is nothing personal. You know, when they go out ready to kill somebody, they go, hey, yeah, right. just so you know, it's not personal. You need a guy out there, a Dexter Manley, giving right. him the business when he's yes. getting the penalty. Dexter, and what's the, what's the biggest hit you remember that you know it set a tone? I, I, it was a preseason game. I'm going back to the Burt Jones. Oh, when you and, knocked and, him out of bounds on special. And, and Memorial Stadium. Over there in Baltimore. In Baltimore, and it was a preseason game. Preseason game. So what? In other words, he was he was running out of bounds, and you went right with him. Well, and... he came my way, and I gave him a good club. One, of the, I, I saw Billy Kilmer 
No, uh, Chris Hamburger hit somebody with a clothesline. Oh, hit. that was his specialty. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, and so that's, that's where I hit Burt Jones across the neck. He was stretched out. Well, well, and I loved it. <laughs> well, how about when you hit Danny White? Well, he's a wuss. <laughs> Now, John went hunting with him. He I seemed went like hunting. a fine fellow. No, Dad. <laughs> Danny's not a one. Are you talking about you went hunting he with Randy Dang. White? No, he I went with Danny, Danny White. But wow. No, I mean, Are you a traitor? Anybody? <laughs> You're a traitor. Now we're getting Not during it. Not when I played. I didn't know. Well, it been about, what, five, six years ago? Yeah, back in the early, what was it, 2012, I went hunting with Danny White down in the White Mountains of Arizona, not far from Sholo. Did you ask, did he say Dexter said hi? I kept that on the download. Uh, but back to the idea of that's the other way, Washington. That's the other part where they need to show up. And that, right. I'm talking about the defense. I mean, Front really, four. I, you know, they need to set a tone. That's Let's right. go all the way back to this is not the same team, don't get me wrong. And it's actually it was Tom Brady's first breakthrough year was when they won their first Super Bowl. And what I recall of that team in those playoffs, I still remember it. And I remember I predicted them to beat the Los uh, at the time they were the Los Angeles were Rams. They, back then were they the Los Angeles Rams or were they the St. Uh, Louis Rams? Rams? They were the St. Louis Rams yes, that, that Louis. they beat down St. there. Louis. But I predicted New England to beat that team in that Super Bowl. And New England, uh, the Rams were favored, I don't know, by 10 points probably in that game. It was like a ridiculous, oh, this would be a blowout. But what I saw... And this is where I haven't seen it from this defense yet. As good as they appear to be or are going to be, I haven't seen the intensity. When New England really started turning things around was that year. And, and, and you know, Brady was still just a young quarterback. Right. He, was, he wasn't Tom Brady yet. Uh, develop into this guy. But their defense was just so aggressive. And they never stopped. They were constantly after the ball. It really did look like, you know, a Division One NCAA team playing for a national championship. That's the kind of spirit they had. That's the kind of spirit that Washington has to take out on that field Saturday night. And if they can do that, that'll. I'm going to tell you something. They will get Tampa Bay's attention. And if they're hitting people and knocking them down and making it hurt, I'm not talking about cheap shots. I'm talking about physically lining up and knocking somebody's block off the way the game was played when we played it. Now, they play a different game this, this nowadays, so I don't even know if that's a possibility. But for me, to, for them to out-physical Tampa Bay will give them their best chance to win, I think, early on. I mean, and I think it, and the defense is going to be the, the unit out there that would lead that charge. I agree with you, but I tell you, if I'm Comrade Dola... I'm going to put all the tricks on I can. Conrad Dobler. He went Conrad Dobler. He's going way back. He's going yeah, old school. You never played against Conrad Dobler, did <laughs> no, no, you? I was a kid in high school. Is that where you take a sack out there on the field Conrad have like a lead pipe in his side? Brass knuckles. And, you know, switch nails, and nails sticking out of the... Look like what? Streets in New York or gangs in New York. There's all the different kind of tools. Well, you know, at RFK, you know, you got grass, dirt. I'll have some dirt and I throw it in Big Bubba's face sometimes. Well, see, that's just good, clean football. See, statute of limitations, you're fine. Okay. Well, Dex is sealing the page from the turn of the century, two centuries ago, <laughs> back back when they, 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 you know, when Teddy Roosevelt almost outlawed football altogether. It's right. like, there's people right. dying out here on the field. We don't wish that on anybody. We don't wish injury on anybody. Pain, that's a different story. Yeah. And I think that, you know, Washington has to wish a little pain off on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Well, you know what you're getting with Tampa. They're not interested in running the ball. They're going to throw it right. probably 40, 50 times. So right. you know what you got. 
So this is strength versus strength. Who's going who's gonna to pull it off? You might get two in passing well, in the league. What's this? They're number two in passing in the whole league. Well, what I'm thinking, too, another possibility, and I don't take me serious, obviously, but, it, you know, no, I always come up with these theories. I think they should just line up and just start smacking people <laughs> instead of letting Tampa really even, you know, they, they make a play, but there's some, like, just outrageous penalty. <laughs> they get it, okay, that's, a, you know, 15 yards, that's pass interference, but you really rough the guy up on it. Oh, that's hitting a defenseless receiver. That's 50. Let him march down the field on penalties, you know, like about eight or nine in a row. Just but they're keep, just, just keep going deep and just you know beating the poop out of the <laughs> Tampa Bay offense and then go, okay, we're done. Now we're gonna play it straight. Just a thought. All like right. I said, I don't think you can say enough about how the defense has to be physical, and I'll leave it at that. Well, you got this is the featured game. This is prime yes. time. Well, and why would that be? Tom, terrific Tom, and yeah. the Washington football team's feel-good stories, Coach Rivera and his perfect, battles. Perfect, Alex. Alex Smith and his, what he's accomplished. So this is all part of the drama that's built into this primetime 815. Uh, Mike Tarico, Tony Dungy on the call with Catherine Tappan, your sideline reporter. And Dexter, we hope you're going to be able to Stay away. I hope I can stay away with Tony Dungy on the call. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Tony, very bright guy, but oh, super Tony. smart. Where's the? Uh, yeah, he's super smart, but uh, hey, Tony, I need a little humor to keep me awake. Okay, give me a little energy here, Tony. Come on, bring it to me. All right, guys, let's go around. Let's go around. I want to get your opinion on these upcoming games here. Uh, wild Card Weekend, six games, three each day, starting off. In the AFC, Saturday at 105, Dexter's definitely going to be checking this one out. Jason Lydia around someplace. Number uh, Buffalo Bills uh, playing the Indianapolis Colts. The Bills are uh, minus six and a half. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think the Bills got a good football team. And you got to believe, I mean, you know, you think about fans. Uh, I mean, Buffalo is another, because they're in Buffalo, you know, it's almost like a forgotten land almost, you know, that you really can't appreciate how much those people love their Buffalo yes. Bills. Right. So they, you know, that, that, as I say that, though, I'm thinking to myself, nobody's going to be at the stadium, so who Buffalo cares? is. Bu they are? Buffalo is allowing, I think. So many people in? Yeah. Yeah. They're, and there's. Oh, well, good for them. Out of the six games, four of the stadiums are allowing limited fans. One, it might be Buffalo, might be allowing as much as 25,000. One of them is allowing a lot more than the others. The only two, uh, Washington oh. is not, and one other franchise right. is not. But, I, you know, I just think that Buffalo is that mm. team this year. What I think their uh, record was 13-3. and 13-3, and three, and Marv Levy, his teams did it twice, but they tied the all-time franchise uh, single For season, 13-3. and yeah. three. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think they're playing at home, and I think that they feel pretty good about themselves. They got a lot of momentum going. Um, you know, I thought that the Colts at the end of the season were kind of hit and miss a little bit. Yeah, they, you know, because I thought the Colts had something going on for a while, they and did. they did. But once again, I look at the teams that are getting momentum at the end of the mm -hmm. momentum at the end of the season, and clearly Buffalo is one of those teams. I like Buffalo in that game. Yeah. I'm with you, John. I like Buffalo. I like their defense. They play excellent football on both sides of the ball, except. Uh, 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 that that cornerback uh, came left here. What's yeah. his What's yes. his name? Yes, old uh, 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 yeah. Josh Norman. Josh Norman is he, he still on the team? I thought he yes. got hurt. Yeah, well, he had yeah. a pick six. Yeah. He had a pick six last week. Yeah, as last well. week he was injured. Sat out. Sat yeah. out a couple of games. But yeah, yeah he's back and playing. Uh, Derry Henry uh, just demolished that guy. 
Derrick Henry had a stiff arm on him about, but about, about middle of the season, about six seven weeks ago. Yeah, that was yeah. well, that's just still devastating. that's still effect on it. That actually caused the guy in New York to write an article, Ken Beeson, for the New York Times. <laughs> he interviewed you about he interviewed legendary me. stiff arms. Yeah, yeah. Did you have I, a stiff arm? I was just a stiff. <laughs> a big difference. <laughs> no. right. After the game, I got something else stiff. All right, so say. Dexter, you like Buffalo as well. Like All right, Buffalo. then we go to 440 on Saturday. The Seattle Seahawks, the number three seed, playing the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. Now, Seattle was favored by four and a half, and that line has been bet down to three and a half. So more money's coming back in on the uh, L.A. Rams. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know. I, I didn't pay much attention to the Rams this year, but I have seen a little bit of Seattle. And, you know, obviously uh, they got uh, Russell Wilson, and, you know, he's really the team for the most part, I think. Yep. And yep. I'm thinking that that I think that they will prevail because they're playing, once again, they're playing at home. Yep. And I think they've got the momentum. The Rams, once again, is a team kind of a little bit spotty here and yeah, there. Yeah, 10-6, and, and they're schizoid. And you, it's you know? weird that, you know, when, uh, when McKay went out there, Things like overnight, they just McVay. boom. They were in a Super Bowl almost Sean the McVay. next year, and now they've never ever got right. Back, they've right. never right. got back to where they were, and I think that the I, I think Seattle's a little bit more consistent in that regard. And like I said, they're playing at home. I think you know I like Seattle in that game. On, and I, I'm I'm wondering when we get to where you're going to like a, you know, so far it seems like it's all the home teams uh, that. We only did two, but, you know. We'll do the burgundy and gold for last. Okay. We'll do the burgundy and gold for last. So now we uh, fast forward. I didn't forward. get my pick. Uh, well, I thought you already. Oh, yeah, the Rams. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rams and Seahawks. My bad, Dex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You leave me out, man. <laughs> Who do you like? Dex, yeah. Who you up. like? Well, I tell you, I'm sort of lawyer. I, I like Sean McVay because he was here with the Redskins. I'm going to go with. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to go with the Rams. But the quarterback stinks right now. Golf. Golf stinks. Yeah. The, the team. Why would you go with the Rams when the quarterback stinks? Well, because I'm going with Sean McVay because he played here. I had interaction with well, him when he was here. Oh, so you know him. He didn't play here, yeah, but I, he coached here. But. Yeah, yeah well, he was OC here. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so I got a chance to talk to him a few times. Okay. So I'm rooting for him. So, Dex, you, you really are going to go with the Rams. And I'm going to go with the Rams. Simple reason. I think they're a good football team. The quarterback stinks this year. And I'm going to go with Their the quarterback. Rams. The Rams quarterback. And that's why you're picking him. Yeah. Well, well he's got, back to Sean McVay and his personal yeah, connection. I like and love Sean, for Sean McVay. McVay. I like Sean okay. McVay. Okay, I mean, I, I'm thinking, though, I'm going, okay, you pick him to win, <laughs> and yet you're going, and their quarterback's name. You're supposed to be saying that about the team they're supposed to be he's, playing. He's yeah. cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that he's going to play better in the play. Yeah. What's his name? Will rise to Jared McVay. Goff. Jared Goff will rise to the occasion. Because McVay's going to coach him up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm yeah. good with that. Okay. All right, now we go to Sunday at the 105 start. This is a really interesting game. Tennessee Titans versus the Baltimore Ravens. Two 11 and a five teams, and both teams that just pound the football. They love to run the football. But but uh, Baltimore pounds it differently than the Tennessee Titans pound it. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Their quarterback does their, their pounding, right. which you can't call that pounding. That's right. But Derrick Henry, this happened last year, didn't it? Didn't Tennessee just beat the poop out of the Baltimore Ravens last year? Uh, yes. Because and it was Derrick Henry that just smoked them again? Now, this and line you... opened up at Ravens giving four and a half, but a bunch of money's coming in on Tennessee. And now the blind is down to Ravens minus three. So a bunch of money's coming in on Tennessee. Well, I can kind of see that because Derrick Henry, uh, you know, did, have they voted the MVP yet this this week? I think this week it was – I thought it was supposed to come in. We, yes? have, huh? we don't have it. 
that so it hadn't been voted. Uh -uh. Well, I know he's. I think what is it uh, when they're talking about MVPs? They're talking about the kid from uh, Green Bay, and they're talking about Rogers, uh, Mahomes, and, and Henry. Uh, and Henry. But I got to tell you, I mean, he is the ten uh, the Tennessee yes. Titans. I mean, if something happens to him, are, are they the same team? Can they be? I mean, Tannenhill's is an okay quarterback. He's, he's having found a himself. really good year. But can he be? Is he the same quarterback without that guy in the backfield? Excellent question. And I don't know. I'm kind of. I got once again. This kind of sounds weird, but it's a home team. Well, they. You know, they almost. And if they would have lost on Sunday because it came down to a field goal late in the game, I saw the tail end of that game. Would they have been out of the playoffs? Would have would have Miami? But no, because they were st they there were, were so many permutations going on sure. with that. Nah. I was thinking it was almost where they had a playoff spot riding on the line. I'm kind of like that was. There were a lot of moving parts in the AFC yeah. last week as to who got in and who did. Well, you know what? I think I will take the Baltimore uh, Ravens in this just because of what happened the last time that they owe Derrick Henry one, and they there are teams that have shut him down this year. I mean, he can be shut down. And that they're going to leave it up to Ryan Tannenhill to beat him, and I think that the Ravens will win this one. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I like Derrick Henry, and who's yeah. going to win MVP is Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, oh. that's right. That's the other guy that's oh. up for the – Oh, the, I pulled one out there. That is good. I think you're he wrong. <laughs> you know what? I'm the, going Aaron Rodgers. I'm yeah, going I, Aaron that's Rodgers. What, that's what the odds on are him. But the other, there were three people I saw, and he was one of them. Josh yeah, Allen was yeah, one yeah. of them. Derrick Henry cool. and, and – uh, Aaron Rodgers. But okay. yeah, Aaron Rodgers is the odds on favorite. All right. To win the Academy Award. The second game. Okay. At 440, Dexter Manning will still be up watching will be the New Orleans Saints, the number two seed at 12 and 4, playing the hosting the Chicago Bears at 8 and 8. Now that line opened up at Saints given eight and a half. That has been bet up to ten. So everybody thinks that the Bears gonna get the they're gonna <laughs> get the poop kicked out of them by yes. two or three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm but not necessarily physically. I, I take they the, are the monsters of the Midway. I, I take the Saints, uh, uh, that running back, I forgot his name. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, yeah. He's, he's probably the best back he's, in he's the league. Little, he's a little dinged up. Yeah. He's a little dinged up. You always have hamstrings. Whose record problem. did he tie for six rushing touchdowns in a game? I think yours, John Riggins. <laughs> no, I think the most I ever had was Gale Sales? one and a half. <laughs> a half? A half. <laughs> they only gave me a half. You only got half. They gave the other half. They gave the other half to Otis Wansley, which they should have. Would have been, been for OT. I'd have never done. <laughs> I stumbled in behind OT. Uh, Ernie was Nevers was the guy's name. Ernie Nevers, Nevers played back in the twenties. Played for the Bears. Ah, I couldn't tell you who he played for. Okay. It's funny. I yeah, met yeah. Ernie Nevers. I met a lot of these great. I read about him when I was a kid. You got to remember Bronco Nagurski. Bronco. I don't think I ever met Bronco though. I saw him though because he he flipped the coin at one of the oh, really? Super Bowls. Yeah. I mean, I, he's I don't a big think I dude, right? Person, huh? Any big dude? No. You know, Bronco Nagurski was like 215 pounds. Really? Yeah. I guess well, big, you, big for his era. I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, that would probably be true. Now, probably do be you true. know who he's talking about? Cause yeah, no, Ernie uh, Nevers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, I he's an old. He, he was a great college player, and uh, then he went on, you know, and played professionally. Did he played at Syracuse. Uh, I'm older than you. I've never heard of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I mean, they're only about 50 years yeah, we're, apart. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're a mess. Let's not, go, let's not get into let's, too far. No more trivia. As I just threw that, that guy, whatever. Because we don't know the answers to any yeah. of them today. But I'm older than you, and I've never heard the guy. How do you how, how did you Next, hear the guy? We're still not sure how old you are. You, you give him He's me. my age. <laughs> He's holding up pretty he well. Looks, yes, he looks great for 71. <laughs> Absolutely great. All right, so who do you like, New Orleans or Chicago? I'm going with New Orleans. 
Yeah, I think North. you got to go with New Orleans on this one. They're going to double, they're going to double tap him. Yeah, there's just could no not agree with him. you more. And then closing out Wild Card Weekend, Sunday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the number three seed at twelve and four versus the number six Cleveland Browns. Now this at Cleveland oh. or in Pittsburgh, obviously uh, in Pittsburgh, and this line opened. I'm, I'm, well, it all adds up now. So originally I was like surprised trying to figure it out, but the Steelers were favored by three and a half. That line has been bet up to six because of the COVID outbreak. Cleveland's head coach won't be at the game. Oh, that's right. They've right, got the right. COVID outbreak. They, they lost a couple of players of, of, yeah. that, that were starters, and it's a mess. So that line has got bet up because they just think this is going to be chaos. Yeah. Well, and that, you know, I don't know who I would have taken it, all things being, having right, been equal. Right. Because I don't think, you know, I think Pittsburgh, you know, obviously they lost four out of their last five games. That's no, correct. Three out of their last five games. Three out of four, three out of the four of their last five they games. They were limping home. Yeah. And that's not a good sign. But now they catch a break and, the, you know, the Cleveland Browns are going to come in there and they're going to be shorthanded. Um, I guess I got to go with Pittsburgh. But I, I don't think, you know, I think that their their record is a little bit fraudulent. Don't, don't, don't know how they got there. Right. But they did get there. And, and if they keep running the same offense that I saw them run a couple of times, and particularly, you know, the night that they played Washington, where all they do is throw to the wide. Dinks and dunks, right? Oh, man, I'm going. But I guess, you know, if you're, well, they throw it 50 sometimes a game, yes. and, you know, they get away with it. So I, I just think uh, Cleveland will be too underhanded to take them on in, in their home park. Do you know if they're allowing fans in? Because clearly, I don't think they did earlier. Because uh, I remember I once one of the Steelers. I think, I think Pittsburgh is allowing limited fans. They are. And some, they did by earlier limited, in the season. I think the one is like they're only allowing 6,000 in. And then I, I think one of them, and I think that's Buffalo, is going to be 25,000 and then bunch in between. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just think it's bad blood there. I think the last game they played, Cleveland Browns won. Right. Yeah. But I'm also going to go with the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers because I think this Mike Tomlin. There's some bad blood there, and I think they're going to come out on top. With the Steelers? Who does Tom, Tomlin have bad blood with? The Cleveland Browns. Oh, well, yeah. Cleveland and, and, yeah, Cleveland and uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, that's just one of the, you know, that's like a, a, a rivalry that's right. been going on for 100 years. Right. There's right. no yeah. doubt about that. Do you think that rival was bigger than the Redskins and the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, but it wasn't publicized like it the Redskins pub and the Cowboys yeah, yeah. or the so, Washington so, football team and the Cowboys. Uh, here's what I'd say. You know, I'm not – they said that Cleveland got into this playoffs the first time in 18 years, right? 19. 19. You know what? I was a sideline reporter for the game. <laughs> that they were in the playoffs? That they were in the playoffs. And guess what? It was it. It was in Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh on a night, a little bit of snow coming down. Uh, Steelers won that game. Terry Rubisky. He Terry Rubisky. He was he was coaching for the Browns yes. back then, and Terry came to the game and said, "Okay, if you want to look real smart, I'll tell you what the first play of the game is going to be offensively." Did he? He did, yeah. And they did run it. I didn't say it. I didn't oh, you've been like, anybody. guys, I just got a great play to kick this it. thing. You didn't go that. You like the amazing Breskin? Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go insider trading on anybody because <laughs> I couldn't remember it. But it was some pass play. All right, guys, this takes us to Sunday nights. The big one. The big one. Yeah. The Washington football team, the, the, the something we haven't seen or participate in for a couple of years, so this is awesome. Going to be an exciting time here. little piece of trivia. 7-8-1, I believe, was his record with the Carolina Panthers five years ago. 
and they play the Arizona Cardinals in a wild card playoff game, and they beat the Arizona Cardinals. And the Arizona Cardinals head coach was one Bruce Arians. God. So isn't it a little weird, is, a little uh, leery? Odd, yeah. yeah. You, you know, kind of, it's like almost like history will repeat itself, or finally it will be balanced out. You know what I'm saying? I, and Arians, he, you know, he's got to be well aware of what happened. Of course, you know, Rivera's well aware of, <laughs> hey, guys, guess what? You know, we can make it. I'm wondering, though, I can't, I have, I can't remember this game whatsoever. I don't even remember who uh, the Rams, or not the Rams, that the Cardinals uh, quarterback would have been or even Carolina's quarterback. Right. Well, Carolina was Cam Newton. Oh, it was Newton was the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't have Cam Newton on Saturday night. And they were 7-8-1. So, you know, yeah. it's not no, like it was they, the record's very similar, but yes. for different reasons, right. obviously. Uh, I got to feel Bruce is play, feeling a lot better about it. Well, I think he probably felt pretty good when he went there that first time, but maybe not because, you know, when, you know, Newton was one of those guys, if he has a big game, he can pretty much wreck your plans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, the, this is the one everybody wants to see, at least around these parts. And, Dex, I'm going to let you go first. Okay, I'm going to go first. I think the Washington football team will pull this off if the front four get after the quarterback and they score in the red zone early. I think that, yeah, I, I'm with Dexter on this, except I'm going with the other team. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that's a pretty tall order for a, for a team that offensively is, you know, just kind of limping to the finish line. Yeah. And, you know, the defense, they haven't, let's be honest about them, they're too spotty. If they do some of the stuff we were talking about earlier, if they really show, if they play with the kind of energy that it's going to take, it's going to be energy that they don't know they have that where they're going to be able to hardly get to the dressing room after the game because they're going to be so tired. If they play with that kind of energy, I think it'll be an interesting game and they may have a chance to win this. But ultimately, I just think that Tampa Bay is too confident coming in here. And I think that, you know, they're planning on and Brady, if nothing else, you got to give him credit for all the experience he's had in the playoff. My God, he's played more playoff games than a lot oh, yeah. of guys have in a career. Lots of weapons. Lots yeah, of weapons. A lot of weapons. So I, I got to go I agree with Tampa with in this one. Well, and I, I agree that if this Washington defense could play four quarters of lights out, which they haven't done all season, let's be honest. They have I mean, maybe the one Dallas game or whatever, but dominating defense. That's the one thing. I mean, I don't think we view dominating. them as a shutdown, dominating. Right. You know, you guys, had, you guys had the defenses like that before where you knew you were good for it. You're still you don't know if you're going how many quarters you're going to get at this so right that's what's going to come down in my opinion well they're going to like you, just what you said Todd the defense is going to have to play so well they're going to have to get turnovers i think they'd have to get at least 3 maybe 4 turnovers and they got to be almost down in uh Tampa Bay's territory so the offense doesn't have to go very far and keep points off the board because i you just don't see i just don't see this team scoring offensively very much i mean if they can get 14 points it'll be it's going to be such a low scoring game for them to win, I don't think that's a possibility. But if they can do that, I think they'll stay close. And uh, all I got to say, guys, is Rigo out.